This is Patrick Keene with the Pray for Campus podcast. I'm so excited about this episode because I was on location at Crew Winter Conference out on the town doing interviews with students and other crew staff. But here you are listening to this episode, likely because you were not at Winter Conference. But trust me when I say this, you were with me in spirit as you pray and partner with our ministry. You could partner with simply your prayers because I think that's incredibly important. But a lot of you guys are investing your financial resources through our ministry. Now I want to pose to you this question. How can we move the gospel forward by investing in students? I love this episode because we had an incredible opportunity to see over 1,300 college students and a couple hundred crew staff leave the hotel at our winter conference and engage the neighborhoods of Indianapolis. In order to make this happen, we partnered with 18 churches who allowed us access to thousands of individuals and families who need the gospel. In this episode, we kick it off with Ryan Spiker, a crew staff guy leading the team that planned the day of outreach. And we end this episode with a short interview from Leo and TK, two Morehead State students who were incredibly excited about what God did on that day and excited about taking it back to campus. Before we hop in, I want to say this podcast is sponsored by my team of prayer and financial partners that keep my feet on the ground in ministry. I'm a missionary. People invest in what I truly believe to be the most strategic demographic when it comes to finishing the Great Commission, college students, and they do that by investing through our ministry with crew. The conversations and ministry opportunities like this would not exist for me without these people that care for me in this way. And with that, let's hop in. So we're here with Ryan Spiker. He is on crew staff. Did you say 22 years that you've been on this crew This is staff? year 22. Year 22. Can you I can't believe it. <laughs> like a vapor. It's gone by quick, as the, as the scriptures say. It goes Ho- quick. Hopefully yeah. the next 22 years don't go by <laughs> that fast. I got a feeling it's just going to keep going faster. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. They so say. how long have you been in the on the Indy Metro team? So this is year seven with Indy Metro crew. We're talking campuses like Butler University. IUPY, which is Indiana, Purdue, they have a university that's together. It's actually separating next year, but we yeah. don't have time for that. A University of Indianapolis, community college as well. So some local campuses. As a here. lover of colleges, I hate that yeah. we use, I, I hate that we lose the acronym IUPUI. <laughs> it, 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 it might be lost. I hate yeah. to say it. So uh, they'll come up with something a lot less. <laughs> Less exhilarating to say. <laughs> it uh, belongs to history now. Yeah. Sadly. So you were saying uh, before we hopped on, you were in Berlin for quite a while too. Yeah. What uh, years were you there? It was 2012 to 17. Hard days, but an excellent experience. Just super cool. Another world in a way. Right? Yeah. What so. keeps you kind of 22 years working with college students? Like you could probably do a lot of different things. Yeah. But what's the what's the heart behind that? I was just asking some folks I had a conversation with who were from Egypt about that, and I was. Thinking about that for myself, I love the verse Acts 20, 24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. If only I may finish the race or the task that the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Paul's talking about there. He's telling some elders from uh, Ephesus, I believe, at that in that chapter. And so whatever I do, I don't. I it could be crew staff for much yeah. longer, but I want that to be very much a heartbeat. So this job yeah. is very unique, and we, we are hyper-focused on that in a way that I love. So, That's what I appreciate about yeah. about crew, too, because there's a lot of good things to do. Like There's great, great yeah, work yeah. being done with the homeless, great work mm-hmm. being done in nursing homes, great work yeah. being done in, in, the, in Athletes, certain aspects of the church. Government. Athletes, yeah. government. Marriages. Yeah. But crew is like hyper-focused on yeah. university students. Yeah. When we go to a city internationally, we're going to the universities. You know, yeah. that, that's like the, the plan. Yeah which yep. is really cool. Totally. 
Totally. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. So you've been to quite a few winter conferences. I yeah. Guess, too. So the winter conference for those that who don't know, it's kind of our big conference where, you know, you have your normal crew contacts at Moorhead yep. state. We have about 70 to 80 students Sweet. involved. Yep. And then we brought 25 of those students oh, excellent. to winter conference. Yep. And now there's right around 1300 students yep. That's what at I think. this conference. Yep. And for me, that was a game changer as a student because I was like, Oh my goodness, there's mm-hmm. all these people mm-hmm. who look like me or my age. And they're actually trying to like, Worship the Lord. Maybe not all of them, but you know, as, as quite a, trying some to get of there. them at least. Yeah, we're trying to get there. Like it, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was a game changer for me. And I'm, it's cool to be a part of that. So you probably had a lot of winter conferences in your day. I, I think the years we lived in Berlin, if you don't count those, we didn't really have a winter conference then. But I think it's something like 17 with students, yeah. uh, student and staff. So it is a unique gathering. They get a much bigger vision for crew, which is cool. But I think just the, the the campus church, shall we, shall we say, in a more universal way, a wider way. Hey, there are tons of other students at campuses that are doing what I'm trying to do and living the life I'm trying to live. I'm not alone, and we're, we're going after this. And then they get a big vision for the world. We're trying to represent the world here as best we can, and that happens, I think, pretty well. And so it's, it's God's vision for the world, and hopefully we get to kind of represent that and manifest that in a small way, at least, right? What, what God has given us with crew. So. Yeah, and, and I love that what we got going on here this week is so much different than what you see in the world. Because if you had mm-hmm. a 1,300-person conference yeah. in any other capacity, there's like professionals running yeah. the conference. <laughs> but then for us, it's like, you know, I have my campus context where I do a yeah. certain job, and yep. then I get over here, and then I have a new job. Yep, we, and, we all do this week. And we're yep. running with, things at this conference to make it go what's your job so i'm working as the day of outreach kind of coordinator leader for the team and what is the day of outreach we went out into the city of indianapolis we partnered with i think it's 18 different churches here some have partnered with us for a number of years and some are a little newer to the to the circus here but (laughs) it's fun (laughs) and they are they love having us i think for the most part and we we jump in for an afternoon into their context, into their neighborhoods, and they welcome us and kind of give us some instructions. And we head out into their neighborhoods and their streets and some people they know, some people they don't know. And we simply try to connect people to Christ, as we've talked about. We are about the Great Commission. And students are going out for the first time in a number of instances, and some maybe haven't gone that much. But there's there's very real anxiety and fear and concern about what this is going to look like. But I saw it yesterday. I saw people literally take steps of faith, faith over fear, to put it kind of anecdotally. And the feeling they have when they're done is is super cool to watch, right? I mean, it was victory in a very real way. I didn't let my fear win. And, and maybe it wasn't the most glorious or productive conversation or didn't feel like it, but people chose to be faithful to try to share this eternally significant message and just leave the results to God. We talk about that in crew a fair amount, what the definition of successfully sharing is. So I saw it yesterday. You saw it, a number of people just going out and trusting him and walking into it. So, And and we could see that at two different ways, right? So that the student that chose to step out in faith and power of the spirit, they were nervous. Yeah. Even I get nervous before we do it. It's always like this building Probably should get a little nervous. You should get a little nervous <laughs> right. in doing that. And and crew, I feel like we're we're building laborers. We're in the power of the spirit. Yep. And and you and, and your team have created 
an atmosphere where they can go out and share their faith with training wheels. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, here's a box yeah, that they want yeah. that, that they want the pe- person you're talking to wants the box. Mm-hmm. Here is a survey that gives yep. you exactly the questions yep. to ask. Here's a segue that's going to get you yep. to the gospel. Well, we have a group back here at the hotel praying yep. for those conversations. Yep, so do. there's all these training wheels mm-hmm. that hopefully as that student takes a step of faith, it's that much easier to go out yep. when they're on campus. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we try to make it like baby steps in a way, just step into this sort of, it's very laid out for you scenario. And that doesn't negate the power of God or right. what, what, you know, as you're, as you're getting at and people jump into it and they, yeah, we just really try to set it up for them, set it up for a win, set it up for the churches and everybody wins on every <laughs> side. And we see a lot of cool fruit from it for sure. So you so. see the building there, but so for those of you that don't know, Crew's mission is winning students across, building them yeah. up their faith, yeah. and sending them out to have a mission of their own. So the sending part is there's a really clear win yeah. for the churches. Yeah. Because students have this way that they infuse energy in whatever group they find yeah. themselves in. <laughs> so so we go to this church yesterday, and you know you can kind of tell it's an older church. Oh, it definitely yeah. is old and like it's existed for a long time. Yeah, but you just got a feeling up. when you walked in, it was like. Like the congregation is probably older <laughs> at this church. And then, and I'm up there at the front with a microphone and giving some directions of what we're doing. Hey, who's from Western Kentucky? And they start chanting, Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers. <laughs> uh, who's from Murray State? And they start cheering. And, yes. and then Moorhead State, then Northwestern and Loyola. Oh, and and this church is shouting, like just their name. And this is just mm. banter. Yeah. And then they go out. They go out with their boxes. They actually have flyers for the church because they had a oh, New cool. Year's Eve service today and they wanted to Ooh. invite people to their yeah. service. So Love it was it. like a really good hand-in-hand hand there. Yep. So it's like I asked when they came back, I like, do you guys feel like you, you did something good today? You mm. put a dent in the Great Commission mm. today. And they said they did. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be a shame if you're 30, 8, 10 years from now, and you're like, man, I remember when I was really walking with the Lord yep. at Winter Conference in 2023, like when I, when I really did ministry. Yep. That would be a tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So colleges, we want this to be like a launch pad because we feel like we can really affect the world yep. by reaching these students. Oh, totally. And my old uh, director back at Purdue, where I was, he would say, we want students to love the Lord with all their heart, soul, and mind for all their all their life. Yeah, I mean, you know, in crew, we're doing things, we're going places, there's programs, there's initiatives to jump into. It's all great. It's all good. But it is about loving him for all of your life. And we want people to jump from this ministry here. Most are going to go into the workplace mm-hmm. and churches and whatnot. And man, we want them to be very, very much folks who are still walking, loving, surrendered to Christ in that, families that are in that, and serving the local church in those ways as well. So, Yeah, I told uh, a student yep. that just yesterday. We had our festival of opportunities where they were learning about, about summer mission and things like that. And I was talking about our, our partnership country. And... He was like, oh, I, I got this internship. I'm going to be an engineer. But he yeah. kind of said it in a way that was like, I don't need to go on this trip because I'm going to go to the workforce. I'm not like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a yeah. missionary. Yeah. I'm going to go to the workforce. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, listen, when you when you graduate, there is no one that wants you to make more money than I do. <laughs> I'm like your biggest fan. I want you to ask for every raise. Boom. I want you to find yourself like nestled in with big wigs in yeah, some yeah. office center somewhere mm-hmm. that, that 
perfect engineering job. <laughs> and I also want you to go on a summer mission this summer because I think you'll spend your money differently yep. if you go on this trip. Right on, right on, totally. Yeah. Smash down the kind of, what is it, sacred secular divide that was talked about. And, oh yeah, that life would be infused with just surrender to Christ in every area, every corner of it, every pocket of it. So most, again, most here will not come and join crew staff or even go into full-time ministry. That makes total sense. Yeah. But, and there'll be folks who are investing in and giving greatly, eternally significant time, money, resources to things like we're doing and what crew's doing and other ministries. So yeah, we're trying to break down those kind of misconceptions and sort of, you know, unnecessary divides, shall we say, or too, too much of a black and white thinking perhaps, and just the glory of God and his, his will in whatever we're doing, no matter where it is and whatever office it is or whatever factory it is or whatever profession it is, wherever it may be all around the globe. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that hopefully yesterday is <laughs> no matter how what kind of different experiences was it, it was somehow that can be learned from it and that can be taken farther. So I, I love that. We'll wrap up right here. And, and yeah. it just reminds me of the reason crew was founded. Bill mm-hmm. Bright back in the day, we'll reach the campus today yep. and the world tomorrow. Yep. And I feel like as we wrap up Winter Conference, it's like we're moving that direction. Yeah. And, and I, I want the Great Commission to be finished in our generation. Mm. I want the Lord to come back sooner than yeah. later. Let's go. And it, it's <laughs> fun to be a part of the energy of, of this, yep. this conference. Amen. I appreciate the work you've done putting that stuff together, bro. too. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for this time to hear together. And Dave Average, it's unique. I mean, how often do 1,300 or so people go out into a city, an army of people, that's and, significant. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't happen often in many places, but that happened yesterday in Indianapolis. And again, that will end maybe with a successful definition of what we did. We talk about in crew successful evangelism being just taking the initiative to share Christ and the power of the spirit, leaving the results to God. So whether that was yesterday in a very direct ministry way or like you're saying, 10 years from now, 20 years from now in your office, at your workplace, with your family member at a family reunion, that can still happen. It can, yeah, keep happening. So, yeah, it transfers. I yeah. love it. For the listeners of this podcast, the Pray for Campus podcast, this is why I think that's so important. Yeah. Pray for Campus because they're the one, one of the most strategic demographics mm-hmm. when it comes to finishing the Great Commission. Yep, historically and probably in the future as well. Great. <laughs> so, thanks, bro. So I have Leo and TK here, two students from Moorhead State University who went on the day of outreach. Today, guys, how's Winter Conference going? Winter Conference is really cool. We've got to hear from a lot of great speakers, have some great worship, just grow together as a campus and get challenged in our faith a little bit, especially with the Day of Outreach. I honestly feel like like Winter Conference has been like very refreshing for me after having like a like a longer winter break than I'm used to because I'm a first year and it it's kind of hard when you go back home and you're the only person that's really strong in your faith. It's just kind of, it's been refreshing because it started getting really tough towards the end. But now that I'm here, it's gotten a lot better. Yes. Yeah, so you, TK, like you pretty new in your faith. Just yeah. made a big decision to walk with Jesus this semester. So what's it, what's it been like making that decision? And then now you're at a big conference. Didn't Probably didn't expect to be here. I mean, obviously I, going into, you know, my freshman year, like I knew I needed to find something that like, I could do for like my four years here but I didn't know what it was because I never like I don't, I, I don't like parties I don't like doing any of that so I ended up going to crew and 
now I'm here. But I don't think I'd want it any other way. Because honestly, like it's been, it's obviously the best decision you can make in your life. So yeah, yeah. Not just come to crew, but actually trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And then Leo, you have a unique story because you came into college too, and you weren't thinking like, I'm gonna go to a missions conference. No, if you told me I would be, well, one, have gone on a mission trip, and two, to actually be raising money from other people for a second mission trip when I was coming to college to sell weed and sleep with girls. Hey, I, I would, mean, I would have you and probably a lot of other people. You're just the only yeah. one that admits it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's been a wild ride, but like, kind of like TK said just a minute ago, I would not have it any other way. Like, I can't go back. I know what life is without Jesus. I'm on fire, man. Yeah. Very cool. And, and now we're at Winter Conference, and, uh, we had the chance to go through the day of outreach. So it, it's a little nerve-wracking, even for me. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, but the idea of walking up, knocking on a door, get, engaging in a conversation. So what was that like for you guys yesterday? Honestly, so, like, uh, we do we do this thing called Seeds for, you know, crew and, like, discipleship. So I, like, I've gotten to go out and share once before with Leo, and I was really, really, really nervous. I mean, you can ask... Leo before like I like the day before I was I was freaking out but I ended up praying for I think like two three hours like before I started going out and I was like I got up there I walked over with Leo and like this just sense of like calmness like came over me and so then I kind of took that feeling and like how I was like you know I can trust the Lord that when I go up there I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. So whenever Leo told me, like, after I watched him and Josiah go a few times, I, he's like, let's go. So I went up there, and he told me to start knocking on the doors, and I took a breath, and I just, I mean, I just did it. And we ended up having a really, really good conversation with this man named Adam. But Leo wants to talk about that. He yeah, can. tell us a little more about Adam. So Adam was about, he said he was 30 years old. He was not a believer in What an old man. <laughs> yeah, ancient, yeah. like dinosaurs when he was yep. Kim Warren yeah. or something. But what I saw the spirit working in the whole conversation. He said, like, normally I never answer my door. But he said, you guys were kids. And he, like, stuck his head out of the window. He was like, what do you guys want? And we're like, uh, I, I was just real quick. I was like, oh, we're with, or I, did I have you say it? Yeah, I said it. He was like, we're with the church, and we're here to, to see how we can help you. And he's like, okay. And so he comes out to the porch. And we just, we go through the little survey. The church had us have a survey, which is just like, what's this neighborhood like? What do you wish people knew? Just kind of a get to know you. A lot like the solarium cards we use kind of starts a little more surfacey, but goes deeper. And it's a listening tool. So you get to hear about the person's life before yeah. you transition to having a gospel mm-hmm. conversation. It invites you to get to know the person you're talking to a lot more, which I liked a lot. And so he wasn't a believer. He was raised in the church, but had walked away a lot and just like, was he was interested in learning I would say but he wasn't a believer but we got to talk to him it was a really awesome conversation he just told us about his neighbor there's a shooting like right across the road from his house but ultimately we got to share the gospel with him and while he did not accept it he ended up he asked us what we prayed for him and he ended up praying for us and he said he hadn't prayed with his eyes closed or just prayed at all in years yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like for you, TK, being there for that conversation? So, like, I kind of, I was talking to him, and he said some things that kind of, like, made me think of, like, certain things I used to, like, 
questions I would say or things I'd, I'd have before I became a believer. And he said something like, he had, I think it was a friend, friend pass away, and he said that the relationships he chose to have were the best thing he could have done in those relationships. And I kind of saw that, like, if he chose to have a relationship with Jesus, like, imagine how happy he'd be with that. So, like, I could kind of, like, it was almost like like foreshadowing in a way, like, kind of like, like a little hint, like, there's something going on with him because he definitely was, like, his relationships that he chooses to have can make impacts in his life. Yeah. So that, that thing that he, what, that's what he said was, it just really stood out to me. That's cool. So you have an experience like that here in Indianapolis, a long way from home. What does it make you want to do going back to campus next semester? I want to share the gospel more. If we can go to a trailer park in an area of town that's like a little sketchy, as one might put it, what can't we do in our own backyard? Like we've already gone sharing there, but we can quote unquote take risks. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't we do that in a safe environment? Yeah, and I, we, I think what's cool is we have the opportunity. There's, there's 25 Moorhead State students that were there doing that, and all of you all had a similar, had at least one good conversation, it mm -hmm. seems like, and kind of have a fire under you a little bit to get back to campus, which is really cool. Were you going to say something, TK? I just think, like, everyone collectively, like, they had a lot of nerves, and everyone I've spoke to afterwards has – just said they want to go share the gospel more now and they feel a lot more confident so i don't think it's just like an individual thing of like oh I, it helped me a lot like it helped us collectively as morehead state crew to like be able to want to go evangelize more and kind of like be more equipped and well versed in how we use those tools and conversations yeah very cool okay. so overall with winter conference we just did our our campus debrief time what do you guys kind of taking home, like, what are you leaving this conference with, kind of in your heart and mind? Well, it really re-emphasized the importance of missions and encouraged people to commit, which we had a lot of people do. I myself am looking to go to Guatemala and teach people agriculture, so that would be sick. But For summer mission? For that summer mission, yeah. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, I, I saw it on the thing, so got to talk to the folks, but yeah. we'll see. Cool. What I'm taking away, really, seeing the fire in the body as a whole, I guess, like, it's insane to have 1,300 college students worshiping the Lord, clapping at the same time, singing with one voice and with one heart. Like, to know, what was it? The gospel was shared on our day of outreach, or with like, what was it? 50,000 conversations initiated. Something you know, like I haven't seen the stats yet because I missed that meeting. I need to go mm -hmm. track down those stats. Okay, let me uh, hop in on this podcast real quick because I have the numbers now of how many people were actually shared with the stats on our day of faith, day of outreach. And that was 3,647 initiated conversations. 790 of those were actual spiritual conversations. And 344 of those actually went through some sort of gospel presentation. Real quick, the separation of the spiritual conversation versus the gospel conversation is that's 344 people that were, were walked through a gospel track and had the opportunity to trust Jesus. And from that day, 71 people made decisions for Christ, which is like amazing to me. And we were able to connect those 71 people to the local church. Actually, we connected a lot more people than that to the local church because we delivered 389 boxes into these communities. 
We filled out 787 community surveys, and now we're setting up 217 church follow-ups. This is the leverage that I really believe as we think as, as a church universal, we can leverage the excitement and the willingness of students to move the church forward. Anyway, back to the interview. I thought it was like 71 or something. 71 I 71 people prayed to receive Christ? Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, that that is a lot. Like, yeah. that's amazing. So, I mean, even though proportionately to, like, how many conversations were had, like, we still planted that many seeds in people. So just because they didn't receive Christ then and there doesn't mean they won't, like, later on. Yeah. Oh, and, and I want to share this, too, because when I was talking to Ryan earlier today, I forgot to, to mention it. Even outside of the Day of Outreach, you have Josiah, who who is from Colorado, who came to Indianapolis. He flew in. We, we I'm so glad he paid for his flight to get here. And then he had family that came to visit him in Indianapolis. And his one of his family members, I won't go into too much detail because yeah. I didn't get permission to share the story, but one of his family members went to church over Christmas, and he was like, this is kind of news to me. You have to have the Spirit of God in you to like go to heaven, but I don't know if I have the Spirit of God. And Josiah said he asked the question of, like, what well, can I share with how you can have the Spirit of God? And he pulls out the Knowing God Personally booklet, which is the booklet we, you guys know this, but we, I train you to share your faith. It's like, like if I squeeze the Bible and one drop came out, it's like the gospel, and it's this booklet. And he shared that with his uncle, and the dude prayed to receive Christ. So it's like cool things are happening with people in your age group, and that's like really exciting. Uh, anything you guys want to share as we kind of wrap up this podcast? Uh, I was there when Josiah shared with his uncle, and it was just really awesome to see. He just engaged it with confidence and clarity, and he just like knew what he was doing. He's calm the whole time. He had us there as like backup, but it was just fascinating. Like this is what college students can do. Sharing puts fire and feeds the church, and it reaches the nations. And it was like. Like kind of like how we talked about everybody who did it, we were all tired after, but we were so fired up. Very cool. Very cool. Well, guys, let me say a quick prayer for you all, and then we'll wrap up. God, thanks so much for TK and Leo as they trusted you with this time where, as they trusted you with the last week where they could be doing a lot of different things, but they chose to be here. God, I pray that you fill us with your spirit and send us out to do the things you've called us to do. Amen. pray. Amen. Amen.